rescheduled rendezvous delayed due to a stupendous snowstorm. The amateurs from Akron adventured to Buffalo to battle with the Bulls. The Buffalo Bulls needed one last victory to claim a bowl game, and the 2-9 Akron athletes stood in their way. The overzealous Zips threw an interception on their first drive, but then bowed up, bouncing the Bulls backward on a goal line stand. The Zips then zigged and zagged on their second drive, zooming down the field for an 11-play, 97-yard touchdown drive. The zestful Zips zapped the Buffalo quarterback for a safety, taking a surprising 9-0 lead. The much-maligned Akron backup quarterback Jeff Undercuffler Jr. found a second touchdown pass to amplify the Akron advantage to 16-0. The Bulls battled back and found a field goal to dwindle the disadvantage down to 13. Then Buffalo bounded into the end zone with a timely touchdown toss to cut the Akron advantage down to 16-10 at halftime. The Bulls continued the battle and burst into the end zone for a 17-16 lead at the end of the third quarter. Akron activated their offense one last time to take to take the ascendancy again. 22-17. The Bulls continued to battle, but an ill-time interception could have cost their bowl game goal. However, on the next play, the Zonk Zips bungled the ball and it bounced back to the Bulls. Buffalo, with new life, launched down the field and flung themselves into the end zone to take a 23-22 lead. Akron attempted to answer, but it went awry, and the Bulls were bowl-bound. Buffalo 23, Akron 22. Well, I'll say, welcome everyone to the Ghost Community Podcast. My name is Jordan. <laughs> I am VP of Holding Things Together as we crash into the end of the season. With me tonight, Commissioner Beth and Kevin, our spreadsheeter. Kevin, how was your weekend? It's been pretty good. I sat down and cranked out most of this today um i've been rest of the times this season kind of been trying to keep up with it as it goes and i think it's much better to just do it in chunks so we're just learning as we go but i went through like the last thousand entries this afternoon and lots of turning things green but we got there looks good (laughs) nice beth how are you doing everything is wonderful life is great final start tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) Kamish. Doing great. Uh, we were going to try to do that that classic family Christmas photo thing, and we got rained out today. So, you know, I stood outside and, and I said, man, we really needed this rain. I got to really enjoy this and, and enjoy the weird winter grass that I, I threw down. Nice. When our landscapers mistakenly threw a bunch of dirt down in like the beginning <laughs> of October in our yard. And I was like, my yard is dead. What, what, are we, what are you doing here? Why Why did y'all throw dirt? Like, I didn't want dirt. And they're like, well, we can't really take it back. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I got some dirt. So I was, like, I was like, all right. So I threw down this winter rye, which basically you try to time it perfectly where it's 80 to like 80, low 80s are the high and like maybe mid 60s are, are the low. And so I threw it down, but I mean, we weren't getting any rain. I was trying to water it. And then last, the Thanksgiving week, it rained like the whole week. Right. And it was just a nice steady rain, no crazy thunderstorms or anything like that. So now my yard is just bright green winter rye right now. So I'm going to be cutting the grass throughout the winter. It feels pretty good. I'll say this. In, good? In I, like, like, honestly, it no. makes you feel good? <laughs> no, but because you walk in the whole neighborhood and you're the only yard with green grass. Okay. Like you, you, you were just, you just, I, I don't know. It's like this weird proud dad thing. I got you. And it's like, I, my lawn is, is so much better than everybody else's lawn in the entire neighborhood because all their, their grass, you know, just is dormant and, and mine is just thriving and bright green. And it feels great. We have a word for having a green lawn in December up here in Pennsylvania. And that's called spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I did recently get some grass seed that you can put on like right after a snow and it's supposed to like sit on the snow and then sort of soak in as the snow melts. So we'll see how that goes. I'm by no means a lawn maven, so. That feels, that feels like bullshit. I'm just going to say it. That feels it like really bullshit. It really does. Yeah. Uh, but my yard, right, my yard still looks like Verdun after the great <laughs> replacement of yeah. all of my drainage systems last year. So we'll see. We're going to talk about a couple things this week. We're not going to open up with our rankings because it was a short week. So we've got some other things to talk about first. First off, I want to say that I owe the commission five bucks because Alabama did not make the playoffs. I will send you your five bucks or I will... I will send it in form of a Paw Patrol gift to your child so that oh, you know what Paw Patrol no, is. No, no. Don't you dare. <laughs> if he does, I know how to get him back. That fucking okay. crab toy. Goddamn crab toy she sent me a picture of. Bethy, let me know if I need to get him back. So if he sends me Paw Patrol, I'll let you know. Oh, I have you covered so well. <laughs> it's, yeah, I'll, I'll show you. Well, Beth will send you a video. It's a crab toy that moves away from you while it makes sound. It's fucking heinous. I want to talk about the really important part of conference championship week. Who's pulled up outside my house this late at night? That's always fun for being out in this part of. Now they're just slow rolling in front of my house. That's cool. Okay. It's the crab toy. Yeah. They're checking out. They're checking out your Bucky inflatable. They're they probably are. taking a Snapchat. Oh, of there's Bucky. also there's also there's also a T Rex. Either has Santa on his back or it's holding Santa's bag in its mouth now. So we have in, we expanded our inflatables. I also caught a lot of shit. I went on Amazon and I bought some icicle lights for the front of the house. So my wife usually puts lights down like the sidewalk, and she usually puts them on like the bushes. And I've never put them on the roof. I was like, I'm just gonna get some. I'll do that, whatever. And I tell her, I went on Amazon and got these. And the first answer she asked me, are they cool, warm, or are they, are they cool, white, or warm, white? And I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, what What do you mean, cool, white, or warm, white? They're white lights. All white lights are the same. Guys, no, I found not. out something. No, they no, are they're not. not. No, no, they're not. not. Very much not. I found out that I was wrong. <laughs> there's the difference. Let's talk about the most important thing about championship weekend. Which is the Dr. Pepper tuition throw, where we've decided to make college students perform for money. Well, more than they usually do, actually. Except, actually, this is better because we actually pay them for the things they do in this way, as opposed to just taking money from the performances. So in some cases, this is our best Untrained way. college students perform for money. Yeah. The, always the argument is the chest pass. It's, if you don't, if, you don't know what this thing is. If you're listening to this, you know what the fucking Dr. Pepper tuition throw is. <laughs> The chest pass is the issue that it is the most quick. If you're looking for volume shooting, if you're looking for quickness, whatever, that's what you're doing. This car's passed three by three times now, and now I'm just staring at it. So weird. So basically you're just popping like the balls out, like chest passing them through this thing, which makes total sense. And is exactly what you'd want to do if you were trying to do this for as fast as possible. And the problem is, is that people think that it's not real football. Well, of course it isn't real football. Motherfucker, you're not throwing it to a guy. You're throwing it to a Dr. Pepper can with a hole in it. You're telling me that the entire season of football that we just watched wasn't a bunch of people just passing a football into a gigantic soda can? That's not what we just saw? Who ran the, who, who ran the really, really, it was, it was two weeks ago. Who ran the really bad idea? Overtime chess pass. Was that Lane Kiffin? <laughs> yeah. Lane Kiffin yes. tried the really bad overtime chess pass. There we go. <laughs> It was the it was the shovel pass the shovel for pass. the tying two point conversion didn't work out. But but I think that was I think the one that he called two timeouts to call, right? Yes, yes. that was. Yes, it was. Yes. yes, which means he really meant it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think the commission's position is correct 
did you did someone tweet this at you or did you did this come to your own so when you tweet it of course you, you go off and you tweet and you say something inflammatory and then i'm left in the replies to try to you know clean up the mess mm -hmm. or or walk back what you said mm -hmm. or piggyback on it in this situation mm -hmm. as so god like, intended that, that's pretty much what i do i'm the commissioner i have to clean up everybody's mess that's that's what i do so you say chess pass is best pass and you know the reddit <laughs> college football account was like ban the chess pass the other people are like ban the chess pass and so i i go in the replies i'm like hey if you have a problem with the chess pass it's on dr pepper now it is dr pepper's fault that this chess pass has neither been outlawed or they've never changed the the five yard line that they throw they never moved it back to 10 it, it'd probably be hard to to chess pass from 10 yards uh or they can make a rule that says you have to throw it overhand but dr pepper has not done this college students desperate for this hundred thousand dollars in tuition have found the meta you know basically the meta method to get the ball inside the dr pepper can and people are mad about that they're trying to get the money in the best method possible so if you're still mad about the chess pass, be mad at Dr. Pepper. And which, again, we were mad at Dr. Pepper, and then they made them pay two people. So I, yeah, I, feel I like was going to say, that. You know, that was great. We chess pass haters, we proved this weekend that Dr. Pepper can be bullied by sufficient internet content. So, mm -hmm. you know, bullied, don't talk to us, talk to them. <laughs> bullied into correcting something that that is basically a rounding error for their bottom line. Let's be clear yes. here. Yes. The fact that there was a tie, a secret second tiebreaker that no one knew about that got decided before the, the, the tournament itself was just so reality breaking. Like, no, no, that's not how this works. They, you know, these two people walk in. They don't know each other. No, no, they've like, you know, they've talked before. They've already practiced this. And everyone's reality just broke down and <laughs> screamed at Dr. Pepper until they, until they just decided to give everyone the money. I had no idea that Mark Emmert ran the Dr. Pepper challenge until this moment. That was the most NCAA bullshit imaginable. Yeah. Last that explains call. why he got votes in the poll now. <laughs> I saw his name pop up and I was like, huh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, My wife personal opinion, all Dr. Pepper tuition throw future ties should be decided by fair play points. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, or a coin flip. A very unenthused coin flip. Sound effect here. <laughs> I also like the idea. Someone suggested that they should turn this into a long to a long snap contest, which I really oh. like. So Ooh. instead of a throw contest, make it a long snap contest. You gotta snap that fucker five yards. Or try to see how many seconds it takes to have one of the college students score a safety on the other. Oh, there we go. So now we're now now what Beth has done is she's taken it less from a skills competition and more into the gladiatorial arena. And I'm glad she's done this. Because that opens up things for us. Now we can start calling for blood sport. And I like this, guys. Yeah. Fight for your money and mm -hmm. our entertainment. Exactly. Well, we've, we've finally all come back to what we all really want to see, which is right. college students with spears and nets just going at each other. Which is, you know, at, listen, currently I am a college student, as true. weird as that is at my age. And that is, I think, the single most authentic thing that we could possibly do, because they will turn to violence at the drop of a hat. So this is this is just spiritually correct. I'm correcting an error, Dr. Pepper. You're welcome. A Dr. Pepper error is one of the worst rodent <laughs> sets of sounds. Good God. It's very Pittsburgh. It's very. Let's talk about the World Cup briefly. 
the U.S. men's team lost to the flu-ridden Dutch. I heard they, they, I heard they actually had the flu, not that flu-ridden is a some sort of slur that I just invented about the Dutch. You know you them. Be, Built the Dutch in their flu. Got to be careful. We got a lot of Dutch listeners here. I know. So. Got it, you uh, know, cor- Corfball, got to say it again. That's Corfball. Yes. Lots of Corfball coverage. Yes. 3-1 was about what it felt like, like watching the game. I don't know what I expected to happen. I, I went into this being like, well, we're playing a, we're playing a European team and it's the first, it's around a 16. Guess we're going to go out like 3-1 or 2-1. That's just what happens. And there we go. It's nice having a midfield. I wish we had someone in the front to put the ball through. Yes. Maybe in four years. That's all <laughs> oh. right. The only was, other fun part was that the that the U.S. was the only CONCACAF team to make it through the round of 16. The, the Asian Confederation way overperformed this time, which is amazing for them. Yeah, that's been fun. Yeah, that's all I was got. all in on Senegal this afternoon, and unfortunately that went about as well. <laughs> uh, so I am in the market for a third team now, and we will see who that is. I'm sorry to whoever it is, because... Can I interest you in I, Germany? Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> My fucking Germany team. I will... Uh, Get to them later. <laughs> yeah, they, I saw I saw Die Mannschaft had some points, and that was... There's a lot of German votes after there. We had a lot, making of it out the group. a lot of World Cup votes. A lot of World Cup votes this time. All right. So then let's, talk, let's go on to talk about some coach hires. Things that have been locked down today on Sunday. Dion is going to Colorado. That's real for now. He already said his thing. He took off from Jackson State after they had just won the SWAC conference title. Jackson State is still heading on to Atlanta to play on to play North Carolina Central for the Celebration Bowl. We will see what Dion does in Colorado. My my favorite part of the SWAC championship, which I mean, it was it wasn't close. Like Southern kind of made it close in like thirty six twenty. They held. They held at at one point. There there was a tweet I put in the Discord. It's from I guess the Daily Show Roy Wood. Uh, the Southern band announcer just chose violence at the SWAC halftime show. Oh, that was very funny. <laughs> oh, my God. He just roasted the entire Jackson State crowd in their stadium, like at halftime. Yeah. Basically just. And then the laugh really gets me every time. He's just like. <laughs> the cackle. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that that reminds me of the sicko guy. So, mm-hmm. you know. Ha, ha, ha. That guy is wonderful, and as far as I'm concerned, he can come on the podcast whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about this, especially with Blue, once Evan gets settled a little more and find out what this means for the rest of uh, the rest of the HBCU world. But we're happy to see that Dion found his cash. He's moving on to Colorado. Colorado needs something because the one that really got me was that DJ Kenny. We're calling it Kenny Ken. I actually don't know how to say his name now that I've said it out loud. I'm going to say Kenny. Yeah, Yeah, I've I've heard Kenny. G.J. Kenny out of Incarnate Word. He's going up the road to Texas State. For you guys who do not know Texas geography, that is close even by Texas standards. That is like 40 miles, if even that. It's very close. It's two hours on I-35, but uh, that's just traffic. So (laughs) it's really close mileage-wise. San Antonio to San Marcos, which basically San Marcos is halfway to Austin. Really not not that far at no. all. Just right down I-35. This is gonna be interesting. Incarnate Words had a really this is his first year at Incarnate Word and he came in inheriting a pretty good program, but they are continuing to be a very good program. In fact, they're continuing on in the playoffs right now. So with all that yep. set up, that's kind of weird. We were just talking actually about how I said that we just don't seem to have FCS coaches getting picked up like this anymore. And lo and behold, this happens. 
he was a Tulsa alum. So a lot of yes. folks thought that with the Tulsa opening, he'd be heading up there. But Texas State apparently found the money. I, F- I wanted to Go say ahead. that there, there's not many GJs. Like, I mean, you get like an AJ, a DJ, maybe an EJ or a CJ or a PJ. I, I've really not come across many GJs in my life. Have you? He, I don't personally know one. I'm looking at it right now. He is Gary Joe Kinney the third. So, you know, a lot of times you get like an RJ or an AJ and it's, you know, something junior is kind of what they're abbreviating there. No, it's, it's, those are his first and second initials or Gary Joe. He sounds like a lost Watt brother. (laughs) Like, oh, GJ. GJ Watt. GJ Watt. Watt. (laughs) I kind of love that. Like it's, it's a Gary Joe. So like usually, you, get, you know, Gary is sometimes short for Garrett. Joe is usually short for Joseph. Like, nope, we're just going full on Gary Joe. My brother-in-law is called Andy Ed. So I appreciate this. Not Andrew, not Edward. Nope, Andy Ed. He's not just Gary Joe. He's Gary Joe the third. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a line of Gary Joes from Mesquite, yep. from Mesquite, Texas. Actually, we'll talk about where he played his high school career in a moment because that actually comes up really interesting. I went to high school with a Richard Richard who had Ooh. the nickname you might imagine. Yeah. He, he was a third. Mm-hmm. So yeah. someone grew up with that and was like, I know what I'm naming my kid. Uh, so parent, I, I, parental abuse is often yeah. generational. Yeah, the third, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I, had, I had somebody I went to middle school with, his name was Christopher Christopher, and he was junior. So uh, yeah, I, I don't. Stop no the, idea. Stop the fucking chain of violence, guys. I can't <laughs> say I've ever known someone with the same first and middle name like that. Oh no, that was his first. That's first and last. Oh, That's first, first and, and last. last. Reg- yeah. yeah, either way. <laughs> I have a brother who is a fourth, but I won't dox him here. <laughs> so GJ was quarterback for at least a little bit. I think he moved during high school for the Gilmer Buckeyes, which we found out in Texas are one the only Buckeyes. And two are basically if you took the the colors of Bowling Green and photocopied them over a transparency of Brutus Buckeye. And it's so bizarre to see Brutus in orange and brown. Yep. And they're apparently very good. They yes. have they have won. I think they're either still in the, the championship race right now or they just dropped out. They've played so much extra football. We had like Gilmore people up on our mentions, local news folks from Tyler saying hi. Cursed logo crossover stuff is some of my favorite things you do. Just, my, yeah, it's, it's that, very, very entertaining. Yeah. It's that, that makes, it just makes me so happy because that like, there's only so many options because at some point you got to start crossing things and you end up finding this, these things that are just. Yeah. So the school that uses Brutus the Buckeye, the you know georgia and or green bay packers g mm-hmm. and, and bowling green's color and bowling orange green or cleveland colors you know cleveland so, browns colors take your pick what did your high schools use because mine has gone through like phases of this we were clemson for a little while then we were georgia tech then we went to green bay now we're back to georgia tech we were we've always been we've always been an old english e Okay. And we've always had red and blue in the Bobcats. In the school over, have always been gold and purple Bulldogs. Like that has, like that has just always been the thing. Okay. How about the rest uh, of you? My school was a very faithful ripoff of the Chargers. We were, okay. you know, royal blue and yellow, had the same lightning bolt helmet and the Notre Dame fight song of all things. Always. Yeah. Perfect. Classic. 
we are the ls we are the lsu fight song oh yeah okay so tiger rag i have played tiger rag so many times (laughs) okay did they let you play neck that was my question Uh, let this public school play now. Listen, so I may or may not be in charge of what the alumni band plays next fall, and I'm not going to say that Neck's on the list, but I'm not going to say Neck is not on the list. I will write you an arrangement hmm. that old people can play. I'll write you an easy arrangement that the sixth graders can play along with you. We'll do it the same session where we're recording, like whatever yes. the opener is for this show. No, my high uh, school. There we my... go. Neck for Jaw Harp. We got this. There we go. Yep. <laughs> My high school is just, it, it's its all Notre Dame. Everything's Notre Dame. That's right, so yeah. My my high school basically affiliated with the Notre Dame Seminary. We we have Holy Cross. It is just an H mm-hmm. and a C. So it interlocks like the ND. We have the Notre Dame fight song. Uh, we have the Notre Dame colors. And I grew up not really liking Notre Dame. There were like, I think the class valedictorian and the top two people went to Notre Dame. So that's fine for my work. school. But it's just like, I, 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 I went other way. Uh, other places yeah i'm right by penn state as i know i have mentioned in here before and so my high school uses penn state colors along with our clemson slash georgia georgia tech slash green bay logo gotcha which really makes all of the other high schools around here who are some variation of mountain slash nittany lion very angry because they can't use the penn state colors as a result gotcha so we have like the altoona mountain lions who are stuck with Alabama colors. Right, yeah, you and we have you something that's hundred like a hundred percent yeah opposite direction. Yeah, like state high, which is stuck with USC colors. Like it's it's a whole big thing. Other coach hires that were interesting. FAU grabbed Tom Herman. Tom Herman seems to have fallen from a very high place. He wasn't that bad at Texas. I just I just gonna like say this. Like he wasn't that bad at Texas. We all seem to have forgotten this. And now he's at FAU. I feel like this is just a steal for them. He's going to do the Lane Kiffin thing and like get a better that's job of it very soon. And that's fine. Like FAU wants, like if this works for FAU, muzzle top. Like that's fine. Do you ever wonder if this is what Homer was trying to write when he wrote the Odyssey? Just writing the journey of Tom Herman to finally make his way back to Texas. No, but now I'm definitely going to write the story very much like that using some non-copyrightable names. Absolutely. USF who tweeted out six days ago, hey, you want to know who our coach is? And then was very quiet for the next six days, finally picked a coach. <laughs> they picked <laughs> coach Alex Golesh, who is Tennessee's former OC. Only thing we can really find it super interesting. He's an Ohio State guy, but he's he's born in 84, he's 38, and he was born in Moscow. Yeah, so he's young, obviously, because, you know, we're young. And also the fact that I'm sure that if you were born in Moscow in the 80s, Tampa in 2022 has got to seem like paradise. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The last time that I was in Russia, I was buying a sword in a (laughs) in a strip mall where some like with uh, with a whole bunch of dudes with AK-47s and ski masks on the wall. And that sort of feels like Tampa. So Russia's great. Kids travel abroad. Steven Garcia there. (laughs) I bet. Aunt Beth has the best stories. I love when Aunt Beth has story time. They're the best stories. My sword is upstairs. It does... I have the jaw harp, though. <laughs> <laughs> it does seem like that's a Tampa strip mall. It's like a normal thing where, you know, just yeah. AK-47s, uh, you know, ski mask and everything. And then you go in there, hey, can I get a sword? Yes. Yeah. yeah. If you want to know how I got it on the plane to get it back home, make sure that you at me on Twitter. That's at the obnoxiously pit girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's really easy to get a sword on a plane like it's distressingly easy to get a sword on a plane i was coming from russia you guys <laughs> my god i love right. this so much okay Woo. okay god beth you this live a... you have lived such an amazing life this i'm talking like, you something... like you're out you're 80 or something no this jokes is something told that... on this podcast either this is ridiculous I, I don't know why every time i see the the city moscow i think of this like random deep cut michael jackson song that was on like his album history stranger in moscow it, it's just like like he yells it at the end and it's okay. just stuck in my, it lives in my head it's ridiculous i don't know why i can't get it out i think of moscow idaho honestly <laughs> same <laughs> I, I'm gonna focus on the Kibby Dome. I'll change that eventually. As you should. Yeah. Yes, I will. Got their hire out of the way. They took Jamie Chadwell from Coastal for a lot of money, like three Everybody, million. I'm more. sorry, who? I'm good. They're gonna be. They're gonna be bleeped out of this entire podcast. So don't worry. Perfect. No one will know. They they're paying Jamie Chadwell apparently a lot more money than anyone else was willing to pay, which is fine. Apparently, which is wrong. Like well, it's it's full on wrong. Apparently, pay attention. Apparently, Jamie is like this is this is like his vibe too so we may <sighs> yeah that right there uh, still open currently coastal's open western michigan unlb stanford and cincy i think are our open spots currently and I think you know coastal was just filled but i can't i can't they got tim who... they got tim back i believe that's it i saw that name and i was like who the fuck is tim beck and then i looked it up tim oh. beck was was Texas's offensive coordinator from 2017 to 2019 because he had been on Ohio State staff on that same spot from 2015 to 2016. It was this really weird tale he's been on, but I like I know this person. Oh, we forgot to add that North Texas just basically popped open as soon as we started recording. So North that Texas was bizarre. Was God, yes, you know, Beth's West Virginia stole the North Texas athletic director, and so nobody was there to save Seth Luttrell anymore. So mm-hmm. then I guess they fired Seth the chair. Now we, that opens up that opens up Spencer Hall of the shutdown forecast for North Texas for North Texas. Breaking it here first. Oh, yeah. Jordan, since I ruined this for you, does that mean we're fighting? I don't know that I can. I had so many strong feelings very quickly. And then I realized that, that I had been predicting this guy's that Seth the was firing for the last five years. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I had so many strong feelings about this. I think you're just shocked that it happened now. Like when you probably thought every, he was safe. Yeah, right. this is another one that doesn't make sense with the timing. You know, they they just similar went to, to the, UNLV where it's they like, just went to the conference USA title game. Yeah, you were in the title a, game. They're going, you're going to going a, to a bowl, bowl game. game. Like you know, UNLV is not at that level. But I looked it up, and I think in the last forty years they've had two seasons with more wins than this season. Yeah, no, they're not good. Like. <laughs> I understand like wanting to be better, but at the same time, like this guy it, with UNLV clearly had them on a improving track. And then they're like, no, we're done with you. I have a lot of questions for that one. Let's talk about the most important game of the weekend, which was Buffalo Akron at noon oh, yes. on Friday, a time at which we started posting about football games and Twitter's reaction was, what the fuck are you talking about? Why is there a game on this Friday? Is this the title game? No, no, no. Well, is this for bowl eligibility? Yeah, for one of them. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> Why is this this close? I don't know. The zips are fired up. Buffalo they won twenty three twenty two. Shout out Jeff Undercuffler Jr. again. He had to go in. There was no one else. 
That's it. Jeff Undercuffler Jr. He got banged up in this game and, and Akron lost the lead when he got banged up and then he tried to to gut it out at the end. But one of our followers said at one point he had more ejections than touchdowns this season. Yes. yes. <laughs> he got ejected from the sideline. He did. That it was is great. spectacular. <laughs> I mean, we I think we shouted him out when he had to play Tennessee and Tennessee was just going to blow Akron out of the water. And then he got shouted out again when he got tossed from the sideline from for you basically for bad mouthing the referee. And that like, caused like how much shit do you have to say that, from that far away? That caused Akron to go for two from like the 48 yard line after two of those penalties of him getting tossed on top of that. And then now he gets shouted out in like the most random meaningless game for Akron, but they, they, they're on fire. It, it's, it is so, it is so ridiculous. And Buffalo had this makeup game that they just seemed to be completely uninterested in being in for the first three quarters. Yeah. <laughs> they woke up, they won 23, 22. And because of that, they get to go to Birmingham, I believe the Camilla bowl. Yes. The Camilla bowl. Yeah, we're or still Montgomery. Uh, it's Montgomery. I believe that's Montgomery. We're still right. uh, the the bold news all came in today. We're gonna do lots of bold talk. We're not gonna cover yeah. that today. I just gotta remember these things. Yeah, we're, so, yeah. We're, we're, Who we're knew? skipping the bold stuff. So we're 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 gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna break it all down. We're not we're not professionals that are are pumping this content out immediately. Let's what are you talk talking about? about I was pumping game. out content all fucking day today. You about, about like every every single bowl, I had a cute little tagline to go with it. Well, I mean, you know, but I was supplying some of those. You were my favorite. My favorite okay. one was when they announced that uh, Utah State was going to the whatever the bowl is at SMU Stadium in Dallas. And my response, my response to that was, if I had told you back in like three months ago the Aggies were going to Dallas for a bowl game, that would have had a very different meaning to you, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Have? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We'll we'll break down the bowls a whole lot more. Coming up on our bowl previews, we're going to do a couple of different ones. We're going to break it down a little bit different. Again, Sickos game of the week. Buffalo is losing 22-17. Uh, Buffalo throws an interception. Akron has the ball with like three minutes left. They're going to salt it away. Immediately, Akron fumbles right back to Buffalo. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, Zips, don't do it. Did it. They did it. They gave up the touchdown, and then they threw an interception to seal it when they got the ball back. So, Bowl bound bulls. There were two games, two title games on Friday night that both went about the same way, but not in the direction you thought they would have. The first one, <laughs> UTSA 48, North Texas 27. UTSA just came out and decided they were going to play. UNT looked good for the first drive and a half or so, and then the Roadrunners just fucking meeped them. And then the other half of that story was the proud USC Trojans 24, Utah 47. The Trojans, Caleb Williams looked really good again for the first drive and a half. And then Utah decided they were just going to bring some bricks, some oranges and a sock. And that poor, beautiful boy just got destroyed. I mean, he, he broke a big run and then he was limping, but nobody on the broadcast was talking about it. Everybody on the timeline, like, he's not right. He's hurt. He's hurt. He's hurt. And then the broadcast finally realizes it in the third quarter. Like, right. oh, he's Way not 100%. Late. Like, Come on, man. You have to notice, like, he is he is walking with a noticeable limp. He is gimpy. The, and then they're like, well, his hand's bleeding, so that makes them him limp. I'm like, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> yeah, hand was bleeding, couldn't walk straight. At the end, the big push for the end zone, he has to hand it off. 
clearly if he were fine, he would have taken the ball himself. Utah wins the Pac-12 just like we all knew they would. And they're going to the Rose Bowl and USC gets to play Tulane. Yeah, that week one Florida-Utah game looks very different at this point. One of, one, of our, one of our off-season podcasts weekend. is going to be games that look a lot different at this point. I have that topic already put a pin, got a pin in that one that's that's one of those a and in miami gonna put put a pin in that one too <laughs> that one's got a big that was a long pin i put into that one anything so, that app state played like in the first month mm-hmm. of the season versus the second half yes i think we're just gonna go over their whole season mm-hmm. on saturday we had some more fun stuff so things got a little crazier i want to talk about the one non-title game first new mexico state 65 valpo three First off, shout out to Valpo for going down to New Mexico State. They did not have to play this game. They got paid to do it, but they did not have to. Their season has been over for a while at this point. You can argue that they didn't play this game. <laughs> and they were there. They were there. They were there. I, I saw I saw them on the field. This kind of okay, so the score of this game reminds me of a story that my father told me from college where mm-hmm. one of his fraternity brothers had been in a history class and realized going into the week of finals that he was about to get a D in this class. And so he went in to meet with the professor and he said, "Can what can we do about this grade? And the professor's like, you haven't been here all semester. He's like, no, no, you don't understand. I wanna know why I have a D. And he's like, well, you took the quiz in the first week. He's like, can we turn that to a zero? Because if I have a D, it looks like I tried. Mm-hmm. That three points makes it look like you tried, Valpo. Once again, Diego Pavia had a day. He went out Ooh. like, he had uh, 23 yards per play if we're looking at his passing game. He had at least 320 yards, four TDs, QB, a QB rating of, I think, 83. Just numbers, he's, Heisman he's, numbers. He started the game seven for seven, 291 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, I was going to ask, you know, do we have a timestamp for when he had his first incompletion? Because I know it was late. It was, it was real late. I need to find that. But yeah, it, it, this was a great day for the seniors. New Mexico State had already been okay to play in a bowl game at before this, so this was just for fun. I'm glad they played it. You know, I'm still I'm still curious if Jerry Kill has signed his contract yet. Like he's still not signed his contract. Is he dodging? Is he dodging him like do, dodging like a service feel, process? They're trying to serve like a process. So he keeps dodging I feel like people? I feel like you know he's he's on the run. He, he may owe some money somewhere and he can't sign it because they'll garnish his wages. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you think about it, just go to Las Cruces and hide. Yeah, We're coming for your couch, life. Jerry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he rent to own a Windows 95 PC back in 97, back in like 96. And he's afraid they're going to come find it. It's all, those block, it's all those blockbuster rentals. Like God, they will right. find you. Columbia House is trying to collect. You need to buy your fourth CD. I'm looking at the stat (laughs) line for this game, and, like, Falpo attempted 43 passes. Yeah. 43, which is what gets you, like, incredibly lopsided numbers. Like, their yards per pass is 3.7 compared to 16.2 New Mexico State. Holy spoons. New Mexico State's social media department was having so much fun with this, too. Oh, yes. <laughs> they were just having, like, the best day. What ended up being the best game probably of the entire day in terms of, like, watchability was the first one. Kansas State 31, TCU 28. Kansas State wins the Big 12 and the purple off. Due to some, there was some weird refing, that's all I'm going to say, and that some Kansas, some TCU folks probably have an argument about that. 
just the big 12 refs having a normal one it yeah. felt like that yeah it did i don't i still don't think anyone fully knows what happened on that play including yeah. the refs yes they said they, that they, they said that is, they saw it they said that they had the overhead cam that the people up in the booth saw it and they saw nothing to talk about so they just let let it roll but it was also never officially reviewed like you know they're saying yeah we you know looked at it like so on but they also are saying we didn't review it and like i know the review is an official term and all that it's just like they also took like five minutes there like the broadcast was showing replays of that for you know a good five minutes and then they never had an official review it was just a deeply strange sequence of events but I, i figured out this weekend that the perfect amount of time to review a play is the intro to Sweet Child of Mine. If you get past the intro <laughs> to Sweet Child of Mine, then you have spent too long on the replay. And that's just because one of the fucking Michigan replays went so long that it finally got into it. I was like, wow, we've been listening to this for a long time, fucking hearing lyrics. TCU still makes the playoffs, which is, I think, the important thing here. I People were saying it wasn't going to happen. I kind of felt like it was since they played it so well. Kansas State proves that they're still a very good team this year, which I think we all would agree to as well. Yeah, this game was everything I wanted it to be. I loved the first game between these two. And, you know, that was incredibly hampered by K-State going down to at least their third string quarterback, if not further, Mm -hmm. um, all over the course of that game. Um, And then... You know, this one did not have to go that deep down the depth chart. But yeah, this this game was fantastic. I had a ton of fun watching it. I mean, the Big 12 championship remains undefeated at ruining its title aspirants days. Yes. Like every uh, time the Pac-12 game. championship has something to say about yeah. that. Yeah. They're, real, they're real close on that. They, yeah. they, they yeah. have this like tendency to just... In terms of pure entertainment, the Big 12 championship has not been beat recently. They've oh, absolutely. been just absolute banger games. It was unfortunate because I was hoping that the Toledo oh, University of Ohio game on at the same time was also going to be a banger. And guys, it was not. It, it was 17 was to 7. not. <laughs> It was 17 to 7. It was not a banger. Toledo took a lead early and then sort of just held Ohio there. It, Ohio ties it. It goes up. Not, not The teams don't really do much of anything. Congratulations, Toledo. You win the MAC. Ohio hasn't won the MAC since like the 50s, apparently. It's been an incredibly long run that feels impossible in that conference. Sorry, Bobcats. Sorry, Bobcats, indeed. So we continue on on our Saturday. The one that did also did not surprise me, but I think surprised a lot of other people who, has not, who have not watched Coastal play lately, was Troy 45, Coastal Carolina 26. And this was with Grayson McCall. QB1 was there, but not a whole lot. At one point, Troy was up 31-0. Troy took it to him. I, I mean, this was just, Troy was playing in their home stadium, and they just opened the floodgates, and they just kept pounding Coastal and like all those coastal points or whatever they got at the end where they get to like 26 or whatever. Trash time. All it trash was time. all garbage time. Troy like checked out and basically was just playing prevent for the entire second half, seemingly. It was ridiculous. Troy is ranked now, which you know they they forgot their logo, which is customary. Welcome to the AP top 25. We how forget many your logo. Weeks, how many fucking weeks are we gonna do this? No, I know how many. I it's think, 13. I think it's initiation. For it's the, hazing. the it's hazing. The AP poll is hazing everybody. Hey, you made it to the poll for the first time. You don't earn your logo until the second week, okay? Not for the first time ever, though. First time this year, because South Carolina didn't have a logo, and they're in the no. fucking SEC. <laughs> we don't trust you enough yet. You gotta stay here for a week. Then we'll get you a logo in the AP poll. See, 
the thing is the AP poll has very, very limited storage. So they've got one folder that they can only keep about it has 40 to be that. logos It has in. to be that. It's the only thing so that makes it's sense. The current top 25, and then they've got you know spaces reserved for you know your Notre Dames and your Texases and your USC's and all of those people that show up in every single preseason poll. So that takes up about 10 of the remaining 15 spots. So if you're lucky to be one of the five that like they forgot to clean out, then you get your logo the first week. Otherwise, you got to wait till the second week where they realize someone's not coming back in and they throw your logo out. It has to, it has to be that. They have to be running off some dude's clip art folder. Kevin, I want you you have set up like this wonderful fiction. I want to imagine that there's this like old dude named Schmitty who's like in a room full of filing cabinets and he has all the logos he's been keeping there since the 1971 season and if you weren't in the ap poll in 1971 he doesn't have your logo I've oh it's never absolutely heard on team. a shared drive that no one oh, has yeah. reorganized in a decade mm -hmm. yeah, like... absolutely it's like <laughs> it's like who 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 made it Louisville? never heard of him never heard of him yeah. <laughs> game... idaho is still an fbs team in this oh, uh fact no i know this idaho is folder. still in, idaho is, still, is an fcs team in this folder but only because they never moved because they the never first made time. the jump <laughs> <laughs> they're still in the fcs from the first time people keep having to like smack his hands every time he tries to put the nebraska logo and things like stop it <laughs> <laughs> it just looks this whole thing just looks better if we put the in the imbalance it's got good space i'm willing to believe the ap poll has nebraska <laughs> in it for 10 years when they shouldn't have been just because like spatially it looks correct it's the ap poll equivalent of a rounding error yes the game that was also a ton of fun but not as close i guess at the end as it as it was was tulane and ucf congratulations tulane this is their first big bowl win since like the 60s first major bowl win since like the 30s a lot of Tulane people are being like, well, this, this feels like 32. This feels like feels like the Rose Bowl we lost against USC. It's like, okay, ooh, we're getting, we're getting spicy for going far that, that far back. This had some of my favorite moments in terms of the crowd. The UCF sign that stands for you can go fuck yourself is one of my favorites. <laughs> yes. And then a field storming that I can only describe as a bunch of kids that have never stormed a field before. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. No, this was the bison herd going over the cliff. Like everyone is just full send, no breaks. I've watched a lot of Lion King lately. And yes, this exactly. The wildebeest looks, looks a lot oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, I, I found myself desperately wishing that they had like the people who were there with the steady cam rigs from mm -hmm. when they filmed Planet Earth the first time with like the wildebeest jumping over the crocodiles just grabbing them. I wanted this for the like with Sigourney Weaver narrating over it or like David Attenborough or somebody talking about like, and here we have the crossing of the field. <laughs> Yeah, As people are just a, getting eaten by hedges and oh it's beautiful put, put a camera at the base of that wall mm -hmm. looking outward and just have feet coming down and people tumbling oh yeah it was wonderful <laughs> shout out to the shout out to the two-lane track team i don't know if this girl is on the two-lane track team i hope she is she is now she got some jumps she took a jump from the ledge and i just caught I saw her do it and I was trying to scroll through with my thought was on my phone. But man, she took a leap off that front row. Full send. This is Tulane's first conference title in 24 years. There we so go. So feels, feels, feels like 1998 for them. Like their, second, 
their second conference title in 73 years. So this is basically in between the 98. I think the last one before that was 39. They were, they, they, they were independent for a lot of that, though. So I'm going yes. to give them that. They were no. independent for a lot of that. And so last year, again, Hurricane Ida hit at the beginning of the season. So they were nomads for a little bit and they were practicing on the road. They finished two and 10. You felt like they, they were better than, the, than what they were. And then they turned it around this year. They're 11 and two. My my favorite thing is is to text my dad after these games. So I, I text him the, the Tulane fight song line or what they're saying. I was like a hell of a hullabaloo. Tulane, you know, like Tulane, baby, all mm -hmm. caps celebrating. And my dad responds, yes. <laughs> so fucking patriotic. I love it. And then so, and so I go back and I was like, to the Cotton Bowl. Yes. Nice for wave. And I was like, conference champs. And then he goes, never would have believed it. <laughs> and then I go from two and 10 to 11 and two. Crazy year. We'll help recruiting, hopefully. <laughs> Your dad's a recruitment head. He's a, he's got his head already on the next. It's thing. your it's dad, Nick head. Saban. I was like, I, I was like, I hope they keep Willie Fritz, and he goes, I think so, and that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> what I love about this is that you know to have this for the first time since 1998, when Sugar Ray's Fly was topping the charts, is oh, so appropriate. God. Oh God. Can we With put the video of that girl going? Yeah, please like, ah, do that. Okay, I'm gonna do that tonight. I just wanna fly. I love that. That was <laughs> that was a jam. Hey, uh, Kamish, uh, a, a random question for you. I don't know if you saw it or if you did. Uh, ask everyone else. Before a conference USA, the conference USA title that Tulane won ninety eight. Yes. What was the, what conference was the last conference they won? I think it was the SEC. It was the SEC. Yeah. That would have been my guess. Tulane <laughs> SEC 49 conference championships. They brought us out of the World War II. They brought us out of that, that depression after the war. We were winning. We were excited. And Tulane won an SEC championship. It's great for them. Totally unexpected. Yeah. I mean, maybe you hope for like seven and five, eight and four, but an 11 and two year to get a New Year's Six Bowl, it's a dream for the wave. There's another team from Louisiana that did not have as good of a night. Oh, no. A team from Louisiana that went into Atlanta. Oh, say it like Brian Kelly. Atalanta. Atalanta. Atal when I heard him do that, it sounds like is it, there's an Italian soccer team that's called like Atalanta or Atalantia. Or something uh, yes. Atalanta, yes. Right. It sounded like that. Yeah, it sounded like it sounded like a, a, a Central European soccer team that he had purchased. Georgia, <laughs> 50, Georgia 50, LSU 30. And that score does not does not tell the story of the game. Because even even if at one point LSU felt like they had this game in control, they never really did. So they had a nice drive to begin, and then they had to settle for a field goal. And then all hell broke loose. And then the game was over. <laughs> well, no, they I've went never, down to tie it up in a 7-7. I'm like, all right, LSU, yes. Way to fight back off of that horrific error. And that was kind of it for the, yeah. Can, uh, the... can, can we talk about the kick? <laughs> Can we talk yes, about that? That's what we're here to talk about. The, the, <laughs> so blocked kick hits the field in fair territory. It's a live ball. Mm -hmm. That's a live ball. There is no whistle. I'm not a guy. Guys, as I said many times, I'm not a football player. Look at me. I'm football shaped. I'm not a football player. I did not play football. I know, however, also what it's like to be get stupid about something you know. Okay, I've been in a situation where I've been under pressure been in a very public situation and just forgot something that I should know. But it's still really fucking funny to watch 21 other players 
walk off the field, not realizing there's a live ball. One Georgia guy standing over it, looking down at it. Like he's afraid if he moves, it's like Jurassic Park. If he moves, he's going to draw attention to the fact that he has it. Well, he like, he like triple checks. He keeps looking at it and looking up and looking down and looking up, just like waiting for a whistle or waiting for some kind of reaction. It reminds me, honestly, of that, uh, the North Texas yes! fake, fake punt return for the <laughs> fake fair catch. Mm -hmm. yep. It was the same thing. Like he just stood over it. And he waited and he waited and he waited and you could tell there were like two or three players on other Georgia players that were in on it and like realized mm -hmm. what was going on and they kind of formed up around him and LSU is huddling on the other hash mark and slowly sadly walking off the field and then he takes off and if there you know, is, it, if you're a ref, it's just make, a rerun of that fake punt. Like, do you, if you're a ref and you, because you know what's going on, do you make eye contact with him and give him a little like smile, like a little nod, like? You know, like live a little eye wiggle or something or you just like try to like stare anywhere else but at him and then try to make eye contact as to give it away there is a bare moment right before he goes to pick it up and run mm -hmm. where his body language is i am the toddler that is about to get away with the biggest bullshit oh it's it's knife kid yeah yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> he knows that yeah, he, he knows. He's like, he's like everyone beat <laughs> stay still stay very still stay still. Like, holy shit <laughs> it's like hey hey it's a hey, delightful hey, football gonna, play so can I, wait wait i know i know i shouldn't do this wait no i don't want to do it i wait maybe hey they're not paying attention should i do it should i do it i'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it. oh my god i'm gonna do it <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't. I'm surprised he didn't run the whole way, like waving his arms, like wacky arm inflatable man. Oh, like, yeah. oh my god! Oh my god! I did it! <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't just explode during the anticipation of that of that play because I couldn't. I, I couldn't hold it together. I couldn't. Have done oh that. no! It's like no, no, nobody's looking. What? What? Where, where did I go? I think. Where did I go? Oh my god! Oh my god! Where, 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 where. <laughs> that set the stage for the whole game. <laughs> that was the oh. the bear hug moment where. The Georgia, I think it's Jordan Davis, picked yeah. up Jaden Daniels. And yes. like he has him in like one, one arm, arm. And, he's, and he's pointing <laughs> to the, the crowd. Yeah. Like it, it's it, trophy, like a fucking it, Pop Warner trophy. It, it, again, it, it really felt like he, it was wrestling at that time. It was a WWE match where he's pointing to the crowd like, yes, I'm about to finish him with my patented move. I am going to give him. There's your gladiator thumbs up, thumbs down. Like, yeah, bro, like, what do you want? What do you want? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, God, LSU, you're in trouble. I knew it was going to be bad. I, I honestly, I knew it was going to be bad for LSU. I, I wanted them to maybe just hang around, maybe cover the spread, maybe do some signs of life. They showed a little bit. And I mean, they scored 30, which I, I again, garbage time, of course. Jaden Daniels got hurt. Maybe it would have been closer if he didn't get hurt. But I mean, I don't know. I, see, if he I, can I don't know because because yeah. Garrett, Garrett Nussmeier, whose name the I Nuss, who's, the whose Nuss name Nuss I never fucking heard before the before that. Game. Oh, that's a that's a that's a classic Cajun name. Nuss, uh, Nuss no, no, there's it's there's an association he, with the I LSU feel like program. He was, was he yeah. somewhere else before? I feel no, like he was I've there last year. Name before he was oh, there okay. last year too. I know so. him from last year. Then okay. yeah, so like, I've definitely he, heard his name. Yeah, so there's they call him the Nuss Bus and. You have no idea where this bus is going. It'll likely break down, uh, but get on the Nuss bus. And it, it was a, it was quite entertaining for the second half because Georgia had checked out after they hit fifty points, which they went for two to get the fifty. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, do it. of course they did. Uh huh. Yeah, and and the Georgia Bulldogs were dancing uh, to to get the gat, 
which LSU was in 2019 after they, oh, yes. they beat up Georgia. So it was a little, I guess, a little revenge for the for the Bulldogs there. Let's go on to another game that evening. We'll talk about the boring one first. Fresno 28, Boise 16. Boise lost at home to a Fresno State that had lost to UConn this year. It was a weird game. Fresno had, like, had their quarterback back. Jake, Jake Hayner. You know, he's back, had a great time. He got, he got sacked quite a bit because of Boise's defense. But... Fresno State just stayed ahead of them. Boise had the better offense, it looked like, but Fresno's defense was just stopping them. It was in the Mountain West. It was a weird, like, 2 o'clock kick, too. Like, 2 o'clock in the Mountain West, guys, you gotta get, you gotta, like, not do that. I mean, this game, really, I I watched it. There was, like, big plays. There was, and then that was, like, not, it was, like, a big play, and then, like, nothing for, like, a quarter. And then there was, like, another big play, and then nothing for another quarter. And then it got lost in the shuffle again, because it's a Mountain West game. It's on Fox. It's basically behind two other like bigger games and honestly you know paying attention to UCF and and Tulane more than this one because you know there's a punt return touchdown there's an interception yeah there's there was just it was there was missed field goals it it wasn't a a really well highly executed game which which kind of spelled the story for the Mountain West this year yeah that is true god that is so true so, so really I mean both of them finished nine and four this is Boise's first loss in the Mountain West, so they got to close the Mountain West circle for you, which you really enjoyed that. That made me happy. So the problem is they didn't close the circle for me because there were two other Mountain West teams who had, hadn't won a game in the conference all year. But it just so happened that those two teams had played New Mexico State and UTEP. So spiritually, Mountain West teams, Mexico State and UTEP, did make a visit. I'm going to Mountain West adjacent. Mountain West adjacent, yes. I'm going to give the worst criticism I can to the ACC. You want to hear the worst ACC slander you've ever heard? Go right I'm ahead. I'm so excited. I didn't even remember this game got played. It was on at the same time as the Big Ten game. I watched the Big Ten game. Big Ten game ended earlier, I think, or maybe this one did. I can't remember which. But like I, I just forgot this game even happened. I looked at the score afterward and went, "Yep, Clemson beat North Carolina. That feels about right." Yeah, that's that's the slander. Is that I just didn't even pay attention. Kate Klubnik apparently played so well that that Dabo was like, "Yep, Cade's our man," and we hope that DJ heads out west like his fellow brethren and finds some beautiful warm spot to play where people aren't going to scream at him all year long. Definitely needs the the Bo Nix retreat method. Maybe yes. the West Coast rejuvenation for DJ, or I don't know if he finds somewhere else that that's fine. But you know, go West, young man. Enjoy, enjoy the West. I, I feel like he's a fit for Utah. Maybe, maybe Arizona State. Ooh, I don't yeah. know. Ooh, that'd be fun. Then yeah. spend some years in Tempe. Everyone, everyone should spend some years in Tempe. If I could go right. back, you can do it again. I would spend some extra years in Tempe, just because. That feels like a place to do do that in your twenties. Go do that. Forget that. Go to Flagstaff. I oh. love Flagstaff. Okay. Go to NAU. So, so, NAU. So now we're talking yeah. NAU, and I like go that a, too. Go be a lumberjack. Hike in the San Francisco's. It'll be great. Go find yourself. The only thing that I remembered from the ACC game was probably one of the worst intersections I've ever seen. I don't know what Drake May was doing. He was he. They were down twenty four ten. They were down twenty four ten, and he was driving, and he gets inside Clemson's like ten yard line. I'm like, okay, maybe this will make it a one possession game. So he throws out. There's the tight end in the in the flat, basically three yards in front of him, and then he misses that tight end completely. There's nobody behind him and throws it right to a Clemson defender who takes it 99 yards to the house for a pick six. And I was like, at that time, that's when I started designing the Clemson Islands uh, yep. with the logo <laughs> on, 
I was like, okay, let's this let's you know, since we were just bevelling for the winners, mm-hmm. and I I started, uh, you know, Jordan gave me a, a a little crash course to to bevel, but I we started and we made the topographic maps of the Clemson Paw, so we hope you enjoyed those. There was four versions of them, whichever one you liked the best. It was great. It was a lot of fun. I think I turned into the Big Ten you know championship game at that point and which also which also wasn't a great game Mm -hmm. oh no but had some moments like go ahead oh i mean the extreme close-up of harbaugh yes i i oh my god like what what why would they release the ref cam like that but that was great because i mean it was the best it it haunted me to my retail so good my retail core like i used to work in retail and and I just imagining Jim Harbaugh yelling at me that he we knows didn't have something. You have those thirty thirty twos in the back. Go that's right. look for those thirty thirty twos. They're back there. They they said that they were in stock online. I promise you, they said that. My Please sister, go get them for me. My sister said she was having flashbacks. She used to work in the Walgreens photo department, taking fax, <laughs> taking passport photos. Yes. Only the people who couldn't sit in the box were like, no, back up. Back up, Mima. Back up. Like, <laughs> nope. She walks forward. Oh, God. It also, it also has that grandpa on, on FaceTime look of, like, yes. too yes. close. Like, hey, no, okay, grandpa, you can pull that arm length. Okay, here we go. Well, I didn't know you needed to pluck all your nose hairs, but that's a thing I know now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I really cared about this game. I mean, Purdue, I love Purdue. I, honestly, they, they kick ass. <laughs> they, they kick so many field goals to like turn like a two possession game into a two possession game. And I'm like, just, just do it. Keep doing it. The amount it. of effort to not make this game any closer, it like, like so number wise, yes, but not, not physically any closer. That is, it, that is so Purdue. They were feisty. The fake flea flicker was something that. Yes, that was great. Apparently they've run it before. And that was a beautiful play call, which I mean, I feel like if, you know, Purdue could get like Michigan level talent. This would be crazy. But I, I mean, I mean, Michigan really outclassed Purdue, but they fought. And I think one of our, our Michigan fans said that Purdue was tougher than Ohio State. Oh, God. And I, I think and, that was a Miss, Miss Jane Coaston there. So, she... and I, and I like, I, <laughs> I loved, I really enjoyed all my, all my Purdue Pete shit talking because the, the joy is in the shit talking. The joy is knowing that. For Michigan fans, like we talked about last week, they they are all feel like they're cursed people. So just saying it out loud, even if they go, I don't know what you're talking about. We're going to destroy them, whatever. That's fine. You can say that out loud. But I put the thought in your head. Mm-hmm. Or if it's there, I've just, I've rung it slightly. And and like all good things that are vibrate, vibratory, like bells or whatever, you just got to ring them slightly for it to start. If it hits that natural uh, har- harmonic, it just starts amplifying in your head till so it's all you can hear. So that's all I really enjoyed about it. Jordan out here searching for the shit poster resonance point. Exactly. There's a there's a beautiful spot. Going on in the FCS playoffs, there were no upsets this week. Every home team won. Straight Which, chalk in the FCS. Very, very upsetting. Only there one was that, a few close. The, only one, the close one that came super close with at the very end was Sacramento State over Richmond. Richmond drives across the country to play in a game in Sacramento that I can best be described as moist. Uh, not, was, not moist. I would say drenched. It was like it was, it was it just soaked and just a sloshy turf. The it ball was, hit it the was ground like, and it would just like. It, just, it would it'd stick. It was ridiculous. I mean, Holy Cross in New Hampshire had horrible weather too. Holy too. Cross handled business. Uh, oh. Incarnate Word had to come back at the last second to beat Furman. Mm-hmm. 
with a nice pass there. And then I believe Sanford beat uh, Slew in overtime. So that was a little bit of a close one. Everybody else was really, really not too close. Montana State held off Weber State, which I feel like that Weber State is is cursed in Bozeman because there was the the kick return that he tried and all of a sudden he just tripped and fell at the three-yard line. This... It, it was so brutal. It looked like, like there was twine, it, like like a child, like a child had trapped him there. Yeah, like somebody put uh, you know dental floss across the field <laughs> and made him trip. That's how bad it was. Uh, shout out by the way to the Delaware quarterback. Uh, South Dakota State played Delaware. South Dakota State was up by like sixty, and the Delaware quarterback got hurt in the fourth quarter badly enough they actually stopped the game. Like they just called the game at that point. Delaware yeah. quarterback is up. He's doing okay. Still looking at him. So. We're glad he's doing well, or at least getting there. North Dakota State also had a day where they beat the tar out of Montana. So it was a very chalky weekend in uh, FCS. In D2, however, we had some moments. Shepard crushed Indiana, Pennsylvania. Hey, do we have to do this? (laughs) No. Yes, yes we do. The Christmas tree capital of the world Mm -hmm. got flocked. And they get to and on and on Frank Signetti Field of all places. places. And they get to play, of course, the winner of the number one versus number two revenge match, where Ferris State beat Grand Valley State. They've already played once this season. This time, Ferris State got revenge and they're moving forward. On the other side, Angelo State, who was predicted to go to the final this year, got beat by our boys at the Colorado School of Mines. Go Blaster Burrow. Go Ordiggers. Ordiggers, which sounds which sounds, again, like a racial slur, but I assure you, Ordigger is not a racial slur. We'll just call them the Burrows anyways, because that makes me feel more comfortable as a white person. Just and the then, Blasters. Yeah, the blasters. 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 They're the Blasters. That's it. That's the name of the mascot. They're the Blasters. And they get to play West Florida, which is also another very good D2 team. The West Florida Ospreys? No, Argonauts. I believe they're the Argonauts. Yeah, Ospreys they're, they're are in West Florida. West Florida, that's right. Do not currently have a football team, but reportedly are getting one soon, at which point I will immediately become the internet's most obnoxious North Florida fan. (laughs) Let's talk about our poll. That's sort of our big end of the year. Kevin, what do we got for this poll this year? Give us some, give some stats. So we had uh, 1,832 ballots responses. That's the most we've ever had in this. We had, I have 891. It may have been 90, 890. I need to double check. We had 891 unique institutions, people, concepts. Oh God, I'm going to have to write mascots, whatever that received at least one vote in this. I'm very sorry to Jordan. You're going to have to go down to 0.5 font for this. That'd be great. I (laughs) just have to zoom in so much. We're going to have to get the, is it going to be the also, 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 also receiving votes? Like five also's maybe? And because I'm a dumbass who's never done like real tech work in my life, I don't know how to name files properly. So I just keep naming them also, 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 whatever. So I have to sit there and count like on my screen, like how many also's I've written down, (laughs) as opposed to just like writing like version (laughs) 2.3. So I'm going to change that. Hurts me physically right now. It should. It sure is. No, this is a best practice. Change nothing. I mean, did I just just delete the first column of your, of your, uh, of this spreadsheet with my laughing? Back button, back Uh, button. Which? Yes. First row. Did I fuck up the first row? Oh yeah. No. Our our number one team had disappeared. Yes. Um, (laughs) We know know who the number one team is. You can't can't erase them like that. We'll go from 25 to one. Talk about them a little bit as we go through there. It's like that. Number 25 is our LSU Tigers. 
from Baton Rouge. They had a chaotic year. It can be described the best. A year that we, I think we all started, but we thought they were fucked and then came back and played pretty well and then chipped over themselves on the four yard line. It was a lot of fun. The LSU year was, I mean, nine and four, but just the way that the nine and four happened. That's such a chaotic nine and four. It was a chaotic, such nine, a chaotic and four. nine and four. Yes. God. Like the beginning of the year, did, you know, and the end of the year kind of ended the same way. I, I think their their sicko special teams carried them into the top twenty five. Yeah, they somehow managed to overachieve and leave the and leave the season being deeply disappointed by how things went. Yeah, which is that's it's, it's very hard impressive. to do. It's hard to do, but congratulations LSU on making the top twenty five. Number twenty four USF. I'm give big credit to USF. We have lots of USF fans that say they don't get the sickos love they deserve because they're just too bad or like they're not fun bad they're just boring bad so for them to break the top 25 i'm proud of them it shows growth for them i feel like that last game that they had against central florida yeah and the crazy temple game they had when their coach got fired them just putting up a bunch of points uh i think and then just not stopping anybody mm-hmm. either so the very entertaining sicko so so congratulations to the bulls I think their coaching search situation might play into this as well because they had been fairly static uh, throughout the year. They were 50th in our preseason poll, 44th in October, 40th in November, and then jumped to 24th. So so something happened in the last month, and I think this nonsense with you know hey do you want to know who our coach is coach. Yes. do you want to know who our coach is and they go radio silent for six days yeah yeah that and when the and then they going, hire that, a guy that from the soviet union yes yeah, they hire a, a russian gentleman love him so <laughs> i'm gonna come up with the best of that like cold war modernism art that cold war realism art but instead of like red and gold do it in green and gold and just like like oh, the, for the people, yeah, for the farms, for the Soviet, ranch, Soviet for Tampa. Yes. Propaganda fo- posters. Yes. Excellent. Apparently, if you need any of that work done, North Korea is where you go. There's a really huge North Korea industry of like putting out that kind of art in your head. I, I listen to a podcast about this, guys. I'm one of those people. I listen to podcasts and drop interesting details about things. Uh, Wisconsin, number 23. You will notice a group of teams that are out west, let's say, that all, almost all appear on this poll separately and together yes yes. Mm -hmm. it's very talented in the big 10 as well number 22 michigan state which had a a year that i think they thought they were coming and swinging and then found out very quickly they had nothing with which to swing Mm -hmm. no they done got swung (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was it's another just deeply strange year like they got waxed in a lot of games and they were in a few that I just didn't feel like they should have been like I I never knew what to think with them <laughs> just where they, just where they want you That's oh right. yeah absolutely that just feels kind of where they are just lifetime like if if there is a spiritually 500 team yes it is Michigan State they are the most you're locked in here with me team mm-hmm. in the country just and- and I cannot explain how much love I mean that with. There yes, are absolutely. very few games in football where like I will turn on a Michigan State game at a drop of a hat because I have no idea what's about to happen except there's just going to be pain all around. I'm going to say this next one because I love it. Tied for last place in the SEC with two other teams, the Vanderbilt Commodores. That's right. The Vaulted Vanderbilt. I don't know if you can do sound effects on this. I can do sound effects with whatever, man. I'm magic whatever okay (laughs) whatever 
They won't okay. be mixed well. No, they won't be mixed well. Coin, mixed flip. well. Coin flip. Coin flip. Coin flip. First one was so fucking loud. <laughs> I, re- I, re- I really, I was doing something else and I had it the 50, on. I think I counted it at 53 seconds of so silence good. afterward. I don't yes, remember. It was just the dead silence. I wish I were that, I wish I were that funny on long afterwards. <laughs> you warned me that was going to happen. I was listening to it while driving in the dark and I thought my phone had broken and then I nearly yes. hit a deer. Oh, it happened to me too. I knew it was coming and I was like, I had to check the headphones. I was like, I didn't know. <laughs> no, Wait, I was like, I'm exactly. Still, okay, that was my moving. exact reaction. Yep. <laughs> Beautiful. Number twenty, the Big Ten West as a unit. They did it. They did it. They even, finally did even it. Even thousand points finally cracked the top twenty-five. They um, did it. They've been hanging just on the outskirts for a while. Everyone who voted for them put it in in some unique way. This was like my most corrected input. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I imagine just nightmares of people trying oh, to yeah. input this. Also, any of anyone who said like rest of the Big Ten West or something, you voted Iowa and you put Big Ten West, you put the rest of the Big Ten West mm-hmm. second, you're lumped in here too. Mm-hmm. Iowa's lumped in here too. That's right. Uh, we'll get to Iowa uniquely later. I think you all know where they are at this point. <laughs> We need to make like the logo of the Big Ten West and then just have the Strong Badia theme playing over top of it because that's as close to a national anthem as we're going to come this year, I think. Mm-hmm. Are they done with with divisions now? Nope. It's the we have one more year. Yeah, the there's one West. more year of them. And then we're in pods. And I'm sure some pod will figure out a way to be the most Big Ten, Big Tw- Ten West of pods. The, the, the Big Ten whatever pod is definitely <laughs> going to be the most sickos pod out, known to man. They take away every division that we love. Yeah, I'm sorry, yes. Coastal. Why do you why do you take away the things we love? Every single ACC Coastal entry in this poll had RIP ACC Coastal or RIP in parentheses at the end of it. Everyone, all of our voters feel the same way we did about that. Um, sorry to see you go. Thank you for the wonderful, wonderful chaos you've given us the past decade. It's gonna be great when all the members of the Atlantic realize that the coastal does the coastal disease doesn't go away. Mm-mm. No, it's it's just gonna. It's spread. in your blood now too. Oh yeah, it's the, about the coastal to... is metastasizing yeah. right now. Yeah, like yeah, this 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 particular bacilli is about to jump hosts. The doctor walks in with the sheet and just has the look. Yeah, look on his face. I hate to tell you, but you've got coastal mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. which is something I'm pretty sure someone someone has said in Myrtle Beach as well. And it yeah. may make oh, you no. and it may make you piss teal, so I don't know. You've got the coastal. Please put your affairs in order. What if that, that, why is it Foghorn Leghorn? Why is that your doctor? <laughs> Number 19, the Tulane Green Wave. We'd said it already, but hullabaloo hip hip hooray for the big green big green wave. Not the big green wave. The green wave. I'm getting Dartmouth and Tulane smashed together. <laughs> the green wave. I mean, there is the Buddy Tevens connection there. Yes. So, you know, there it is. And they get to keep bully Frizz, it looks like, so even better. I love your tweet uh, about Tulane when they just like he just took a screenshot and you were like Mac Brown. <laughs> I forgot he was coached there like in the sixties. It just it comes on the screen and like you're like pointing Mac Brown. <laughs> I didn't know that till just now. So it was so good. Thank you for introducing me. To it was that. great. He had beautiful hair. He did. I love those tweets. I love those tweets where your delight is so evident. <laughs> Just, oh, all caps, like a, no explanation. Oh yeah, like, like 
I could hear your tone of voice in that tweet with no trouble whatsoever. Siri, show me childlike joy. Oh my God, it's Mac Brown. This is the exact same. And you can imagine when I say something with that exact same sound and excitement and like to my wife, honey, look at this on my phone. What am I looking at? It's Mac Brown in the 60s. Okay. Isn't it funny? No. <laughs> Oh, Never fine, mind, Twitter will share, understand. I'll share it with 75,000 other people on Twitter. They'll <laughs> like it. Number 18, Oklahoma. Oklahoma okay. had a fucking year. And Did you know finish? what? It was great. God, Oklahoma was just so... They look like world beaters. And like 3-0, they kill Nebraska. And then their whole world comes crashing down. They were mediocre. Then, they were but mediocre. They, it was such a streaky season. It was so confusing. You lost to us, though. idiots. That's, that's <laughs> the thing. You lost to West Virginia. They, they caused you to keep your coach. Stop. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, shit. Beth is going to come. Those are, those are dangerous words. Oh, oh my God. Well, I just said I have a sword upstairs. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm about to get sliced by the sword. And, oh, and you know what? on planes. Oh, and you, God. And you, no. know who, you know who's not going to send me a revenge gift for sending Paw Patrol to you now? It's it's my turn now yeah, after that comment. Paw Patrol, gonna, Paw Patrol, gonna... be there on the double. Never this problem. Yeah. This, Wait, I'm uh, disconnecting this my a good time I don't want that to song bring up Thank something you. that I forgot to mention when you we were discussing conference championships, mm. but uh, Oklahoma here reminded me of it. The only team that is changing conferences in the near future to have won a conference title game this year was UTSA. Meep, meep. Hell yeah. yeah. Everyone else who's moving up, moving sideways, joining a conference. Well, obviously, mm -hmm. like, you know, BYU is not winning a title game, joining a conference because they don't have one right now. But yeah, Meet me had a few losses and a lot of uh, conspicuously not presence. <laughs> Including the our number 18 bullet. team here. Say, yeah, number 18, Oklahoma conspicuously unpresent. Number 17, TCU, present in the title game, didn't make it over the line. We talked about that one, too. All hell the hypnotoad. I warned you. I warned you about this. I know. I know you, you did. fucked around for too long. God. We found out just how that, long you That was my immediate out. response to this is now we know the exact limit of fucking around prior to finding out. And it is overtime of the mm -hmm. conference championship game. God. Number 16, our beloved orange, the Syracuse Orange. A team that looked like world beaters. And they, they got beat. Yeah, I don't know if Syracuse is good, but I do know they are number 16 in our poll. <laughs> that's, I think that's the answer we've come up with. That's it, yeah. I don't think anybody else knows for sure either. They uh, don't. No. One, of, one of our poll voters put them in as Syracuse, parentheses, certified meh. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> you'll screw <correct>. that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Then we have another team that had a very confusing tease. He's in number 15, App State. Another team, another oh, yes. season of the fuck did you just do? <laughs> it was a rough year to be a Mountaineer just across the board. <laughs> hey, do you remember when UNC only beat App State by two points the first game of the year? It was 63-61. Remember when that happened? Mm -hmm. You remember when I tweeted a picture of Mac Brown's hair as App State head coach? Yeah. It looked like a Lego man. Mm -hmm. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And, and then I just tweeted out more Mac State, Mac Brown love. <laughs> it's all we do. We're a Mac Brown Mac podcast. Mac Brown! Mac Brown! 
I sound like who's the announcer that just keeps sounding random shit. It's like touchdown. Gus Johnson. Gus Johnson. I go. I go. Gus Johnson during um, games. Mac Brown. <laughs> Twitter. App State football. This same App State team also that beat Texas A&M also lost to Texas State. So that happened. Yeah, it was a weird year. Just the full anyway. Texas experience. It was. Yes. The Texas two-step. There we yeah. go. I like that. that Lost good. to a Texas team that fired their coach. Beat a Texas team that can't afford to fire their coach. Jordan, we need to write a new movement to the suite of American dances. Yes, we do. <laughs> There's your one point, your one percenter joke for this week. <laughs> number fourteen on our there. number fourteen on our poll. Iowa State. Man, they had the most cursed year. This was our Nebraska this year. They absolutely lost all but one of their big 12 games after looking pretty good i saw brock purdy do something in the nfl that made me feel good about iowa state for a little while yeah he he popped back into the poll and you know what was clearly the you know votes that came in after that game <laughs> he cropped up a couple <laughs> times i was like oh that's cool <laughs> yeah iowa state unlocked oops all blue shells this season and yep. oof. I, I, yeah, they, I they were the anti-TCU in they, every they way. Were, it's mm-hmm. just like we yeah. fucked around and found out every time. Every single time. Again, even I when, was even when we didn't fuck around, we still found out. That's oh. right. It's the they were the sideshow Bob team. They stepped on every single rake humanly no uh, possible. It, it just when you thought they were gonna win, somehow, you know. You, the universe owes a karmic debt to Iowa State at this point that the rest of the Big 12 should be terrified about. Because the debt will come due. Mm-hmm. Number 13, the Purdue Boilermakers. Purdue had, like we talked about earlier, a really weird season. They beat some teams they shouldn't have. They looked like their usual god killer selves for a little bit. And then they just sort of, and they were all happy with it. Like Purdue fans were seemed totally pleased with this season in terms of just the amount of chaos they were able to cause. Just, I tried to just... type in Purdue Pet Pete, but I typed in Purdue Pet. And apparently... <laughs> Purdue has a vet school that I just learned about. I, I just know one thing with Purdue. Don't talk about the size of their drum or the size of their cannon. That's right. That's right. Their little tiny cannon and their little tiny drum. Don't talk their, about their, those. Their drum is not compensating for their cannon. I'll just say that. Number 12, a team in the Big 12 who should worry about debt coming due. Kansas Jayhawks. Congratulations, Kansas. You made it through this season. It wasn't quite as glorious as you wanted it to be, but I don't think... I think in retrospect, it's okay that you should be fine with that. Kansas went six and six this year. Kansas managed to basically get a couple of good ones off the front. And then it just sort of died off real fast. That had to do with some quarterback injuries as well. They just weren't as deep as they thought they were. That's fine. They got to a bowl. And I think any Kansas fan would have taken that Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the year as a miracle season. And they got one. So they're going to be playing our Kansas. For the battle of the right. Kansas is in the place to be disappointed with six and six which that's incredible Mm -hmm. um i I think i said on my first appearance on this podcast all i wanted was a ranked uh sunflower showdown and we didn't quite get there this year but it was it was looking that way for a long time um hey you know who's six and six and super fucking happy about it number 11 new mexico state university holy shit guys New Mexico State went six and six under their first year with Jerry Kill. I can't believe it. I, I'm just gonna say I went to Las Cruces, and ever since I left, New Mexico State finished five and one after 
after leaving. I'm not going to say that what happened at the game where I was at. No, that's crazy. Left, and then I, I don't know what happened. I can't believe it happened. They're 6-6. Six and six. We're extremely happy. Uh, they're going to Detroit for the Quick Lane Bowl, and I think we're going to have maybe Chicken Sedan is going to show up for that one. Yeah. Yeah, we, we'll have we, a representative. We're going to have to have somebody there. We will, we will harass the Quick Lane Bowl to let us get media credentials for that one. Uh, at the time that you know you were at the game, Kamish, they were in discussion for you know worst FBS team in the country and distinctly not there anymore. Not there anymore. Mm-hmm. But do you know who might be there? Number 10 on our list. Don Brown had a year, guys. Ooh. Don Brown, he's he's enjoyed New England. Oh, UMass. <laughs> UMass had a year. They beat Stony Brook, but lost a couple other really close ones. Some they got absolutely just rolled by. Hopefully, UMass starts to get this thing turned around with a new coach. They they played well. They I did. Mean, I feel like I, I don't feel like they got killed in every single game. Uh, they they played Texas A&M strong. They played well. They just don't know. I don't think they have enough talent to get them over the line to get some wins. I had a daydream the other day that I was interviewing Don Brown, and my first question was, "How does he like his chowder?" Since we talk about that a lot, and you know, I I, I didn't get an answer because it was a dream. But if, if I if I do ever go to Amherst and interview Don Brown, that will be my first question to him. Number nine on our list, South Carolina, which I believe probably made a great push at the end of the season because of their last week win against Clemson. And then the Tennessee oh, yes. win before Tennessee. that. Oh, Tennessee. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, they, they oh, yeah. ended on... You know, they ended they were, on the giant killer streak. Yeah, yeah. Like they they were a beautiful chaos agent down the stretch. A remarkable number of those South Carolina votes came in under Beamer Ball as well. <laughs> which <laughs> took me a minute to get used to putting South Carolina in there because mentally that goes somewhere else. Yeah. But a lot of them had it parenthetically, and I was like, okay, like I I can get used to this, but mm-hmm. that that's about right. You know, just. They they dragged down the big ones at the end of the year, and it was really fun to watch. Uh, Spencer Rattler <laughs> finally did what we all expected he'd be able to do there, and he picked the two best games to do it in. You're, you're going to win two there. You're going to get those two. Number eight on our list, Colorado Buffs. They got their one win. One of us called it. I can't remember who it was, but one of us called was- the the California win, the Cal win. That was me. I I called Colorado beating Cal. I I wasted my Fubo free TV trial (laughs) on this one. I cashed it in for this game and Colorado came through and beat Cal. So I I called that one. I feel like that was my best call of the year. I really wanted that one to be Sicko's game of the week, but I got overruled Mm -hmm. that week. Uh, but it doesn't matter. I called Colorado beating Cal, and that was their only win of the year. That was a big one, and and I did not waste my Fubo free TV trial, so I, I cashed it in. Correctly. You you and apparently yeah. the fifty thousand people in attendance question mark all watched watched Cal, uh, Colorado win that game. That's right. It was sold out. It was the first game after their interim coach, so they were hyped for that game. Well, that was part of the interim. That was part of the interim. That's right, the interim bump. So, so what? What I'm hearing right now is that you are solely responsible for Deion Sanders moving to Colorado. You are solely responsible for New Mexico State turning things around, and you're the reason the Tulane won. You have had a heck of a year, Commission. This is impressive. It's it's just amazing. I cannot use my powers for ULM. 
so I, my powers are not that strong. It's, so there, I, there's too much emotion there. You need yeah, to be I, I, zen you know, on it. I, I yeah. can't do it. So. It's blocking your chi. I'm still waiting for Terry Bowden as the athletic director. And then ULM gets a new coach. So I'm just waiting for that premonition to come true. I love how you managed to say the word athletic with at least like six consonant, like six syllables. <laughs> athletic director. It's yeah, Atalanta. from Atalanta. At Atalanta. Athletic director. Oh, I love it. reminds it. me, athletic director. That's right. Number seven. I just typed in Auburn Tigers into Google and saw head coach Hugh Freeze, and that just came back to me again. Oh, God. So, uh, so this is going to come in waves until I get used to that. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> used to it yet. No, not happening. Let's go I, on then to number six. Okay. <laughs> the Miami Tigers. No, Miami Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Do you... Have there ever been Miami Tigers, or am I just making things up at this point? There are now. We're <laughs> gonna have to look oh, something up. For yeah. Miami Tigers. Oh my god! Uh, there's a baseball academy, maybe. I don't know. Cat Miami Beach Tigers were a minor league baseball team in the '40s. It's just okay. an the, with there stripes. We go. Yeah. The Miami Tigers are a baseball club in Hialeah, Florida. There you go. So Miami. Oh man, Miami had the year. Kamish, I'll let you talk your feelings since you have connections to. Miami's your love. I, again, you know, grew up with them. Mom's from Miami, from Hialeah, uh, along with the Miami Tigers, apparently. I can't even, I mean, I'm totally throwing it. The Miami Tigers. Okay, uh, I'm never going to. The Miami Football yikes. Tigers. The Miami Football <laughs> Tigers. Go, go Tigers. No, I'm just, I, I don't know. Coach. Oh. That had to be where it got I don't know why I, I just did the coach out now. So, uh, no, Miami, a bunch of hopes in the transfer portal. They They put out the. Like, we're going to be fine. We're going to be back to normal. You know, we're going to be great, which I think they should have realized that they shouldn't have done that. But yeah. in the portal, in the portal age, they're, they're teams that, that cash in. Maybe they didn't get the right people. They're going to recruit. They're going to be fine. But this year was just awful. I mean, I cannot, I don't even know how many they had the eight games, eight turnovers in a game. Yep. They almost did it twice. The, I think the favorite game I had is their quadruple overtime win where they didn't even score a touchdown. Mm -hmm. It was just, oh, Miami. Just just be a little bit, just be confident, but just don't be cocky. That's what you need to find the line, Miami. No. Be confident. No. Nope. Be confident, but no cocky. Nope. You're Miami. You only know how to do one thing, and it's not be nope. confident. It is throw the U, and all you do is just, like, take the rock yeah. to the head. You gotta, Absolutely. you gotta earn the you back. You gotta earn the you back at this point. Be who you are, ideally the, in capital letters. But the the other the number five team really deserved the you here. And uh, hell yeah, they did. UConn, the UConn. <laughs> hell right. yeah, going to a bowl game with Jim Mora. Jim Mora. Some may say the best coach the Atlanta Falcons ever had. Some people may say that. I wouldn't, but some people might. <laughs> Return to mean whatever. It happens to every team. That's fine. But this was not one that we, this and New Mexico State both being in like bowl games seemed to be so insane four months ago. Yeah. I feel like we spoke this into existence. <laughs> in Kansas. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. There's, I can't believe like this happened this year. I'm just very, very happy with this year. Honestly, and then they're getting the recognition in the poll for this mm -hmm. because, I mean, the AP voters are not going to do this. 
the only the sickos committee poll is going to do this and recognize teams that that do something like this with like you umass kansas yukon just amazing seasons for 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 all of them and mm-hmm. you go back at the beginning of august and say that these three schools are bowl eligible right you're, you're gonna look like an absolute idiot but then that happens it's amazing yukon did it I feel like they did it the hardest way possible. They did. They did. They, you, they, they rolled it the hardest way possible. Yeah. I can't believe that they pulled it off and them doing it and able to do it at home. Just fantastic for UConn and all their fans to actually enjoy a bowl and head on down to Myrtle Beach, play some miniature golf, and go to Conway for the Myrtle Beach Bowl. You'll get, get a sword. Surf turn. Get a sword. Get a sword. Yeah. Get a sword. Smuggle it on a plane. Yeah, I guarantee. Do I guarantee. Do guarantee part. you, whatever, whatever, whatever airport is near there, security is about as lax as Moscow's was back in whenever Breath was there. Guarantee you that Probably. security is pretty lax. Just, just put the sword in your golf bag and then go play golf, and you'll be fine. You got your sword in. What's that? It's my pitching wedge. <laughs> What's was that? Your southern accent again? Was that what you're trying for? Yes. My, my pitching wedge. <laughs> We're going to do some accent work with you off season. We're going to get you there. No. I'm excited for that. No. no, don't do that. Don't. No. Don't. Let's just keep them. We, f- we're not professionals here. Number four, champions of Ireland, baby. One and zero in Ireland. Your Northwestern Wildcats. Don't ask what happened the, ne- the next 11 games. Number three. <laughs> None of those were for trophies. Num- doesn't None. matter. No, well, I right. about, you know, <laughs> Illinois was. But... Yeah. Well, the Illinois one per- was, yes. They were perfect on both continents. Number three. There we go. Zero <laughs> and one in Ireland. Don't ask what happened for the next 11 games. Nebraska. You, you know, perfection has many ways. <laughs> you got Matt Roll. Congratulations. I hope that works out for you. He seems like a nice enough guy. He's taking pictures. He's there with his kids. They're having fun. My favorite mm-hmm. thing from the Matt Rule thing when they were trying to sneak him around campus, he said that he wore uh, sunglasses <laughs> and a hat so he didn't get noticed. <laughs> he does look real Nebraska. That's, like, like, that's it? And I was like, okay, that's all he needs. Like He, he had his beard and sunglasses and a hat and could just blend in Nebraska normally. Okay, like, but, but Kamish, if I put that if I put that guy in a quarter zip sunglasses and a baseball hat, a Nebraska baseball hat, and made that his Twitter avatar, could you tell him apart from anyone else on Twitter? Sometimes, honestly, I really didn't know what he looked like before. I, I wouldn't recognize <laughs> him outside oh, of the no. tax mock. I, to- so. I, to- I, to- I totally do because <laughs> I, I still I remember the, 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 the Baylor vests. That's I mean, it. Yeah, the the smock, yes. like yes. like when he when he was at Carolina again. You know, I'm a suffering Saints fan this year, but when he was at Carolina, it just uh, he became faceless to me as the Carolina coach. Mm-hmm. But the the smock Baylor, you know, Matt Rule, I, I recognize. But you know, if he doesn't have a smock on, I'm not going to recognize him. Probably it sounds he... like we need a uh, Clay Helton style <laughs> Photoshop there of just a man in a smock yep. <laughs> with if a you... thumb head. <laughs> If you gave me a police lineup of 15 coaches and asked me which one he was, I could not tell you. So our top two, number two, Texas A&M, you pushed for the end, didn't quite make it over the top. That kind of means a lot. Congrats, you beat LSU at the end of the season in what, and what is the season equivalent of garbage time? Mm-hmm. Good for you, A&M, you almost did something. The A&M season, I, I did not see this one coming at all. After they lost to App State, that was kind of the end of their season, and it was just. But they beat Miami, don't you remember? Yeah. Don't you remember the excitement? They were like, "Don't worry about it, guys. We got it fixed. We beat Miami." <laughs> much that like was... getting, yeah, much like getting your dog fixed. Like it didn't. It didn't, didn't take. It didn't work out. It didn't, it didn't take. take. <laughs> nope. 
So that was they were a joy to watch Chico's wise this year because mm-hmm. for some odd reason they would be losing and then at the end they would just make it incredibly close, incredibly close when like there was some sort of pressure on them. Like, oh, uh, okay, I, I got to get going now. And then they would just lose, like, extremely close or they'd have to kick an onside kick because they were down by, like, 10. They turned into the prop gun that says bang at the worst possible times yeah. all year. And it was wondrous. Hope you enjoy Jimbo. You got him for a while. And sure. lastly, our number one team. We take our hats off to you, Iowa Hawkeyes. Don't need to make any changes. Don't need to change your offensive coordinator, any personnel. It's perfect the way it is. Mm-hmm. It's great. Don't change they're, a damn, damn thing. They're going to be starting their bowl game with a quarterback that has never thrown a pass before. So that that should be fun because Padilla entered the transfer portal yeah. and, and Petrus uh, is injured and had surgery and he's out for the year. So they're going to have a third string quarterback in the Music City Bowl. Against Kentucky, which we'll talk about that game. That mm-hmm. game. That's a spicy game for us. Yes. <laughs> hey, seriously, when that was announced, I swear we got tagged in it at least a hundred times. Yes. <laughs> it was one of those tweets where they're like, dude, you need to see this. And I'm like, I promise you, we've seen it. I promise you. But it just kept coming. We, and I was we've like, tweeted it already. In mm-hmm. fact. Yeah, dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Dude, like, I, dude, you I saw that. This. I saw that crop across my phone and I'm just like, my friends are like, is everything okay? Is something okay? And I'm like, you just, I'm the, I'm the music city. <laughs> and even though we, we, our energy could get pit out to El Paso, we couldn't get Oregon State out there with them, but that's okay. Yeah, we, we had a lot of hopes for pit because there was the discussion of the pit Iowa pinstripe bowl at one point, yeah. too, which I, we were all extremely excited at that idea, but. Uh, then, I'll take I'll take Pitt in the Sun Bowl. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to mention it here because I'll forget about it before the next time. But they managed to introduce Pitt in the Sun Bowl with the wrong helmet. That was beautiful. <laughs> they used the old gold and navy helmet. And so one of our followers went the same time Pitt went to the Sun Bowl. They also introduced the wrong helmet. They and then showed me a picture of like the block, like the gold and blue, like the block letters after they stopped using the block letters. Mm-hmm. So it seems like Pitt just leaves the helmet there every time. It's like take a penny, drop a penny. Because we're running late tonight, because we got started late and we got people with finals, I'm going to cut it off here for tonight. Um, I'll post all the extra wacky stuff and we'll have a discussion of that next time as well. Kevin, thank you so much as always for doing your magic spreadsheeting, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. No, it's good. Thanks for having me. It's uh, always fun to be on here too. Beth, thank you for bringing the the fun and the music. (laughs) Thanks. And Kamish, salute is always good, sir. That's right. I got a lot of votes for the quad, which I'm pretty happy about. Yes. We will talk to you guys again later on this week and start with our bowl previews. Have a good one.